0: The following is a special sponsored edition of the Big Four Bio Podcast. I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Big Four Bio Podcast. Leslie, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Danny. It's my pleasure to be here.
0: We're going to talk about the talent landscape for the healthcare and life science sectors, the challenges companies face recruiting senior executives today, and what companies need to do to find the talent they need. The current environment seems filled with contradictions. We have been at or near historic low unemployment levels, but we also have seen an number of large layoffs in the sector over the past year. Capital flows have slowed after several years of growth. What's the need for talent today? And what are the challenges life sciences companies and healthcare companies face filling C-suite and senior executive positions?
1: So thank you, Danny. And uh, you said something very brilliant and accurate in there uh, relative to it being an environment filled with contradictions. That could not be more true. Uh, So it it is really interesting to be in the search firm space today in life sciences and healthcare. And certainly, uh, you know, just the last year has been a roller coaster and uh, the recent activity with SBB Bank and others has added to uh, that feeling of uncertainty. Uh, and of course, yes, you're right that there is news every day about uh, different companies that are doing layoffs. And uh, the contradiction that you mentioned in there is just simply that with all of that happening, the market for leaders and executives is still extremely tight. Uh, And it's it's really interesting when I have conversations with executives that are partners of ours where we are doing search work, they will regularly say things to me, something like, oh, it must be a lot easier for you to do your job than it was a year ago or six months ago or whatever the case may be. And the reality is that it's not. Um, When it comes to placing executives and leaders in hard to fill positions. It is still extremely tight. Um, We do a lot of work. In fact, most of our work is with uh, startup early stage and growth stage companies, most of which are venture capital and private equity backed. And they're all looking for the same people. And so uh, the the, um, competitive nature of that and the fact that they all want that same profile in each of those roles just makes it extremely tight.
0: There's also been a fair bit of attention to what's been called the great resignation with people wanting to step away from traditional jobs. With COVID, there's been this push for people who want to work remotely. How has this environment complicated the search for talent?
1: In many, many ways, it has complicated the search for talent. Uh, And that is because Not everyone wants the same thing, but everyone has a very strong opinion about what they do want. Uh, So some want to be completely remote, and they are not interested in having a conversation if the position requires them to go into the office at all. There are others that want more of a hybrid structure. They see the value of being on site with the team sometimes, but they want the flexibility to be at home two or three days a week, and then in the office two or three days a week, and they're very firm in their thoughts about that. And then there are individuals that are very committed to an on-site work environment, and they do not think that uh, going in the direction of flexible work uh, schedules is is the right way to build a uh, culture of collaboration and camaraderie. And they think that the on-site piece is is just imperative. Um, So it's really getting to know your candidates and having deep conversations with them, understanding what drives them, what they are interested in doing, what they want to do and what they will do long-term because what is very challenging is when someone commits to something on the front end and then six months in has a different idea about what they want to do and are willing to do and then wants to jump ship. So those are the big challenges.
0: I, I suspect one of the first places you see the effect of competition for talent is in compensation packages. How have those been affected and are companies having to compete in other ways to land the talent they need?
1: Yes. So certainly we are seeing higher compensation than we ever have before and In some ways it it has gotten a a bit extreme and I have even found myself uh, in situations with clients advising them not to go to an extreme to get a candidate because I I really genuinely feel like it is my job, our firm's job uh, to provide good guidance around that. Uh, Aside from just bigger salaries, uh, you have bigger titles, uh, you have retention programs where Uh, you know, staying through a certain period of time or milestone involves additional cash payment or stock awards. Uh, You have uh, companies that are allowing for flexible structure, even though they don't necessarily want to because they're so worried about the pushback from their employee uh, groups that if they don't make changes, then they will lose employees to companies that are open to that. So all of those things are factors.
0: At the same time, what are you hearing from candidates with regards to what they're looking for in an employer?
1: This is, for me anyway, it it seems where uh, generational gaps are more evident because it depends on where a person is in life, kind of what they really care about. Uh, And so it, it might be tied to, where you are with your family, it might be tied to um, where you are, just from an uh, 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 an age group and what you like to do and and what engagement you want to have. And does this uh, company have uh, an on-site presence where there are activities and you get to know uh, the folks that you work with and build friendships and uh, you know? So just. All of that, uh, I think, matters when individuals are thinking about what they are evaluating uh, in employers. I think, uh, in addition to that, uh, we're seeing more and more uh, candidates talk about what the DEI strategy is for companies that they are considering because they uh, you know, these the, the generations um, of uh, Y and Z, I mean, they are focused on this. This really is very important to them. And they want to know that they are joining a company that cares about the type of company that they are building.
0: There are long established ways recruiters go about finding talent. Are recruiters needing to look to non-traditional places to find talent today? Are they? needing to think in new ways to broaden their networks or the qualifications of a candidate?
1: I think the answer to that question is certainly yes, um, but it, it may not be as extreme as, uh, as what you might think. I mean, there's, there's nothing easy about recruiting. Uh, there never has been. And in many ways, it, advancements in technology have made recruiting easier than what it was, you know, when I started more than 16 years ago. So uh, there's that factor, Um, but the market has certainly gotten more competitive. And so we are, um, you know, always talking to our clients about really thinking about what they need this person to deliver And what they need to require in order for this person to be able to do that. Because there are times that companies get um, a little too wrapped around things that don't actually impact the person's ability to deliver on whatever that particular role is focused on. And, um, And that might get in the way of them hiring someone that would perform beautifully in that role. So part of it is just about having honest conversations with your clients and stripping back all the extra stuff to figure out what really do we need. And then that allows us to open up where we go to find the person. So it's very much uh, what we do is very much consulting with our clients. And when we do that, we understand better who is actually going to deliver on the needs of the organization and focus our efforts there instead of chasing around a shiny penny that may or may not ultimately be the best option. What is
0: Sloan Partners hearing from its clients today? Are they looking for the company to do more than just identifying candidates? And what's the value add it's able to bring in a environment like we have right now?
1: Sure. So this is a, a place where I'm very clear on the value proposition of Sloan Partners and our focus in knowing how to support startup early stage and growth stage companies. Uh, That is is our strength and that requires a a very special customized approach to interviewing and uh, consulting with our clients and giving good counsel. And uh, so the the reality is that uh, executives that are not just successful, but wildly successful in startup early stage and growth stage companies are not necessarily the same ones that are happy, fulfilled and successful in very large corporate environments. And so finding the people that are both a fit in terms of their experience, intellect, and know-how, as well as a fit in terms of their growth um, in building a company, their grittiness, their being uh, you know, scrappy in their ability to get things done uh, is really important to those uh, smaller companies.
0: What you're speaking to there is is really culture. How sensitive to culture... Ha- Do you have to be in terms of matching a a particular candidate to a particular client company?
1: In the companies that we support, which again are the smaller companies, it's almost as important, if not as important, as the experience the person has. Uh, The reality is that you can hire someone that is challenging in a very large corporate environment but when you are hiring people for companies that are small, every single person has a big impact, and it's either a bad one or a good one. It, there's gonna be one uh, and so when you're thinking about cultural alignment and you know everyone uh, thinking about success in the same way, it doesn't mean that everyone has to. Uh, go about it the same way, but driving toward that end and being able to work together to get there is, it is hugely important.
0: There's also growing pressure on companies to embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion in all aspects of their work. I've been surprised at times about how narrowly some people conceive of DEI. How broadly are healthcare and life science companies thinking about what DEI means and What do you tell your clients?
1: So it depends on the organization. It is not um, universal how companies are looking at it. And, uh, you know, to some extent, it comes down to resources and it comes down to uh, budgets and, you know, companies making choices about where they allocate funds. Because really doing a great job with diversity, equity and inclusion is time consuming, and you have to invest in it. And it has to be something that doesn't get pushed aside because something else becomes a bigger priority. And that is hard. It's really hard for small companies. And so we have to, you know, really uh, put in place some checks and balances to make sure that we don't lose sight of how important that is. Um, But I am encouraged, uh, based on what I've seen in the last two to three years of companies that have stayed with it. And uh, we have a managing director of diversity, equity and inclusion. Her name is Candice Norte and she is absolutely phenomenal in every possible way. And uh, she is working with a lot of companies to help them stay focused to make sure that they don't lose sight of DE&I as a priority in building their organization and building their culture. And uh, so for example, we're in our third year and she's had many companies that have re-upped with her uh, to continue the training because they recognize that if you don't stay with it, stay focused on it, keep allocating resources and uh, people to make sure that it doesn't slip away, then that is, that's the, the best way to get to a successful outcome and a sustainable outcome as far as maintaining the importance of DEI in your organization.
0: What's the case for companies taking DEI issues seriously? Why is it about more than just appearance?
1: Sure. Uh, so I think the, the, first answer to that is that we are in healthcare we are in life sciences and healthcare we are working for better outcomes for patients patients of every color gender whatever the case may be they are all the people that we serve and those patients want to be able to see themselves in the organizations of this industry and relate to them and trust them and see opportunities for themselves in the future with those types of organizations. So I think the the very um, critical piece uh, in terms of answering your question is making sure that our industry reflects the individuals that we serve. And that is in fact, everyone.
0: I know Sloan is working on DEI, not only in the context of recruiting, but also with clients to help with strategic planning, education and training and leadership coaching. Can you walk me through how Sloan works with its clients to address DEI issues and how seriously are companies taking them today?
1: Extremely seriously. Um, You know, it's a a little bit of a shame that there had to be uh, laws enacted in various places to try to um, sort of force the right things to happen. But, you know, sometimes you have to go to those links to get things moving. Um, but ultimately, I, I do believe that our clients are taking it, um, are taking diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives very seriously. And as far as the work that Candace does, um, she, she's a consultant. She talks to our clients one-on-one she helps them build their strategy, a plan around what they want to include in their de strategy. She talks to them about recruiting and retention of individuals that are people of color or uh, diverse in some other way. And so she is helping them with those very practical things, but she also is doing ongoing training. And uh, these are all uh, training sessions that are customized based on what the issues are within each organization. So she starts at the beginning to outline the things that are important, you know, doing surveys with these companies in advance of actually kicking off any kind of programming so that she understands not just what the leaders are saying, they want to see or what is important, but what she is hearing from the employee groups and making sure that all of that is integrated into the programs that she delivers for them.
0: As you look at the changing landscape today, what are you watching in 2023? And and do you expect any significant changes in the supplier demand
1: for talent? So I'm watching AI for sure. Um, I think that uh, AI will become a bigger factor in pretty much all aspects of life, uh, certainly in recruiting. Um, But I don't think that it has the ability to uh, replace the thought that a human being is able to apply to the um, full vetting of candidates and, and finding that right fit. But I do think that there are going to be things that come out that uh, are important uh, to apply in, in the process of recruiting. Um, I don't think that 2023 is going to be frenzied the way that 2021 was, but I also do feel that it's going to remain a very tight market and that the best executives, the best leaders are going to have two and three opportunities at a time. And it's going to be really important for companies to understand motivation of these candidates and to take um, extra efforts to ensure that this is a long-term fit and not a short-term Band-Aid for a need that they're trying to fill.
0: Leslie Loveless, CEO of Sloan Partners, Leslie, thanks so much for your time today.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure, Danny. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening. The Big Four Bio Podcast is brought to you by Big Four Bio, a leading aggregator service of four of the top life sciences centers in the world, Boston, San Diego, Philadelphia, and the San Francisco Bay Area. To subscribe for free to Big Four's daily newsletters, go to big4bio.com com. This podcast is produced by the Levine Media Group for Big Four Bio. Our theme music is provided for the podcast by the Jonah Levine Collective and appears on the album Attention Deficit on Alpha Pop Records.